Although we can't go back in time, we can reflect on our past experiences and learn from them. But wouldn't it be so amazing if we could? If you could, what would you tell yourself? This is Letters to My Younger Self. I'm Liz Gardner. Join me as we talk with some of my favorite people about their life stories and how they've learned and how we can become a little better by hearing their incredible stories. Dear 25-year-old self, you're a new mother. This time is so precious and so short. Savor it. Today on the podcast, I have Shannon Hood, and she is just an incredible person. I first met Shannon back in 2014 when we first moved to Dallas, and she is bright and thoughtful and engaging and just an incredible person. In 2019, she made a New Year's resolution to write a handwritten letter every day, and she ended up writing 380 letters last year and then has continued to write letters. And I wanted her to be on the podcast to share her experience with letter writing. And one of the things that she said during the interview that I just loved was, we all have so much impact and influence on each other, and often we never even know it. And I think it's just a good reminder to take the time to let people know how much they mean to you. And I learned a lot from Shannon. I think she's amazing. And I hope you enjoy her interview. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It's so good to hear from you, Shannon. Thanks, Liz. We were just discussing the last time we had seen each other. And it's been a while, but I'm glad that we can still be in touch thanks to social media. Absolutely. So Shannon, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family? I would love to. I actually, it's kind of crazy to think about. I've been married. I'm having my 50th anniversary next month, which is wild to think about. My husband and I, we have five children and we are homeschooling them. The oldest is about to turn 10. So that's been like a milestone that I've been thinking about lately, that it's been a decade since I became a mother, which is it's just kind of interesting how fast it's gone. Aside from being a mother, I enjoy reading and I love to cook. I love to try new recipes, although I feel like I'm prevented from doing that very, very frequently because my children will revolt if I'm trying too many exciting new flavors. I totally know how that goes. <laughs> I feel like I try new things and they're like, I don't want this. Yeah, they want the familiar, and so I have to, like, make a new dish a lot of times to get them excited about it. (laughs) Well, that's good that you're perseverant, right? Yes, eventually. I think over time, I'll break them down, and they'll start to eat more interesting things. (laughs) Shannon, tell us, why did you start writing handwritten letters? Can you tell us a little bit about your new adventure with writing letters and what you're doing? Yes, absolutely. I, starting in January, January 1st of 2019, I decided I would write one handwritten letter every day for the whole year. Obviously, it's 2020, so I did succeed. I was able to write a letter every day. I did miss four days, but I did write, I think I wrote like 380 letters. So I I was able to write nearly every day and it was a really neat project. When I started, my main purposes were I wanted to 
bring joy, just like a small joy to the, the people I was writing to. And then another big reason for me starting this project was to connect with people outside of technology, outside of social media and texting. I feel like we're so saturated with technology and the digital that there's kind of this craving for more real life interactions. And I thought that letter writing would be just a really neat way to step away, like tuck my phone away and step away from that briefly each day and just send a note out to someone that I love. I like that. I love how you were saying how we crave for these real interactions. I think sometimes you look at your day and you say, what did I spend my time doing? And sometimes we get really task oriented or we get very into our phones or whatever that might be. And those aren't necessarily the things that are filling us up, but maybe taking time to have a meaningful conversation with a friend or something like that, that we might not prioritize ends up being what helps us to have a good day or them to have a good day. Yes, absolutely. And I, I think it all kind of comes down to just being a little bit more intentional about like how we're connecting with the people in our lives. And you know, it's so interesting. Like I am not anti-technology. Like obviously I'm using Instagram as a platform to share my story and to inspire people to start you know, writing letters. So I love the way that technology allows us to connect like so easily and so fast. But like you said, like it's not always like the best way to share like some of those like more meaningful conversations or to reach out and say, you know, hey, I'm thinking of you or I love you or thank you for, you know, whatever it is like, um, Anyway, I think it's a really neat way to be more intentional about how we are connecting with people. Yeah. And why do you think that a handwritten note can be more meaningful than other forms of communication? So one reason I have found that letters can be a little bit more meaningful is that they are tangible. It's something that you can hold in your hand and they last as long as you want them to. I mean, obviously you can throw a letter away, you know, the day you receive it. But I find, especially as I've been chatting with people that either write letters currently or have written them in the past, a letter is the kind of thing that you hold on to. It's something that you want to save. And oftentimes you can read them over and over again for as long as you want to. Like you could read a letter 50 years from now, whereas, you know, a text or an email that you're sending today, I don't think those are going to be around in 50 years to reread. Also, I think that the same words in a letter, you could even like try this, like think about what you might say to a friend or, you know, your sister or your mom, like in a text that says happy birthday, you know, you might say, hey, it's your day. Like I'm thinking of you. If you put those same words into a letter, I think it has just it just has a um, a greater impact um, because the recipient knows that like you took a little more time to like get out a pen and just spend a little bit more time like thinking of them and deciding what you might want to say to them. And I have found that when I'm writing a letter, 
I say what I say is different than what I would in a text. Like I often say more and it's a little bit longer. It's just a little bit more. It's just more meaningful. I have found. I like that. I now that you say that, I just my mom just wrote me a letter and sent it in the mail the other day just saying how much we mean to her and I feel like it was so sweet and like you said, I'm sure if she said it in a text, it would still be nice, but having the actual letter feels like a little bit more effort that she made to show her love for us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think technology has made communication easier, but I but it's also made communication less thoughtful because we can do it so quickly and so easily. We don't have to put thought into it. And for so many things, that's great. You know, like all just the daily interactions that we make with each other, like, hey, you know, I'm running late or, you know, just those daily interactions. But um, for the things that are like a little more, a little bit more meaningful or thoughtful, a letter is just a really neat way to do that. So I kind of cut you off when you were telling about helping others to want to write letters. Can you tell us a little bit about why you wanted to Yeah. I started this project a little over a year ago, and I think I wrote for, I think it was almost six months before I even really had this idea that I might start to talk about my journey and talk about and write about my project. Um, I just felt, I have felt so inspired um, myself. And so I feel like this has changed me. I notice, I just notice things in my life that I'm grateful for and people around me and all the things that they do for me. Um, and so I often will write these letters of gratitude just for really kind of everyday things that Um, that people do for me. And I thought, I, this has been so wonderful. I can't like keep this to myself. Like I need to share this and the people that want to hear it, I'm sure will appreciate it. And so it's been really neat. Um, I've heard from various people that they have felt really inspired by my writing on Instagram and I'm starting a blog very soon. working on my website right now. That's been really neat to hear that people are inspired to pick up a pen and just write a few letters. I know I think about our grandparents era and they probably in the time that they were all writing letters, it would be hard for them to imagine a day where people wouldn't, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, it's so easy to send a text that we almost don't even think about it. Yes. Yep. But I feel like following along with you, I'm inspired. I want to write some more letters. And and I think, like you said, you kind of take a little bit more time to think about what you want to say and and express your love for the people around you. I think that's... Yeah. And, and it really, I think it really does make an impact. Like, obviously, I'm not getting responses to all the letters that I send, but that isn't, that was never really the purpose of my project. Like, I love getting letters in response, but the purpose, like I said, was more to just like bring joy and show gratitude and love to the people in my life. And like, I, I realized that we are all just surrounded and so blessed by wonderful people. And so it's been neat to just realize that this past year. So I like that. So what letter have you written? Do you feel like has had the biggest impact on you? 
That is a great question. It's hard to narrow it down to one, but the first letter I wrote on January 1st of 2019 was a letter to myself. And it going back and reading it since then has like was quite inspiring. It was just really neat to read just what I said about like kind of what I've already been talking about today, how one of my goals was to just notice all the many blessings that God has like put in my life that I think has been probably the most impactful. Honestly, I think everyone, if they don't write any other letter, should write a letter to themselves. It's a really neat practice to write a letter to your future self. That's awesome. What did you, do you want to share anything? I know that might be personal, but. I don't have it in front of me, but that I do remember like quite specifically that I said writing letters, like how I hope that it will help me see and be grateful for like all the blessings in my life. And that has, it has totally, at, when, at the time when I wrote it, I didn't realize that goal would be like realized like even more abundantly than I had expected. So I should have pulled that letter out before I sat down with you, but I do remember that I did write that. That's awesome. And so can you share what letter you've received that's had the biggest impact on you? There was one letter I got from a friend and not a friend that I know super well. We actually only lived in the same city briefly, but she did the neatest project and it was inspired by my letter writing project. She turned 30 last year and she decided to write 30 letters to 30 women that kind of have inspired or influenced her like throughout her life. And one of those letters she wrote to me, which was quite flattering, and she said so many kind things in it that kind of just about things that she noticed about me, um, like during our time together, and just, she said the kindest, most uplifting things. And it was so interesting. I just thought, you know what? People, like we all have so much impact and so much influence on each other, and we often never even know it. Like if she hadn't taken the time to write that letter to me, I never would have known that she had felt so inspired by, I think she said like the way that I like mother my children and the way that I like breastfeed in public without feeling like embarrassed, which I had no idea. And I, you know, and sometimes these things that these compliments that people share with us, you think, oh, am I really like that? I think I read some of these things she wrote and I thought, oh, that's like, wow, I don't think I realized that I came across that way. But um, so that was really neat. And I realized that the positive things that we think about the people we know, I feel like so often we don't ever share those things. And that is such a loss. So that has kind of inspired me to just be more conscious and aware of how I'm like kind of being generous with how I share what I notice about people. Does that make sense? No, that makes total sense. And I feel like there's some people that are so good at doing that in person. And after I am done hanging out with them, I'm like, oh, I want to be more that way. I wish that I could express myself in the moment as well as they do. And Sometimes, you know, your interactions, you're with your kids or things are crazy and you don't feel like you can quite express what they mean. And so that's why I like this whole letter writing thing is you can take a minute to really tell them how you feel 
and you're not really put on the spot. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I love that. That's actually a really great insight. And sometimes I think people have a hard time accepting compliments like in person. They might feel a little embarrassed. And so being able to receive it through a letter is a good way for them to to have that without feeling like they need to immediately say something nice back or whatever that might be. Yes. And like, I think sometimes we don't even necessarily realize like something that has affected us or impacted us until like later, you know, like later that day or like a week, even a week or months later, you realize, oh, that person really had an impact on me. And so I think taking a minute to just like, just let them know it can, I mean, it can change, it can change someone's life. It can really, or at least change their day. You know, if someone's having a bad day and they get a note that says, hey, I think that you are wonderful or I love your confidence or just some like a very sincere comment on on who they are and what you've noticed about them that can that can have a huge impact on somebody growing up I was really blessed to be in a community of people that kind of lifted me up and told me what they liked about me and I feel like I you know, had that, uh, an amazing community that I was raised around where people were constantly telling me, you know, how much they loved me and how much they cared about me and how great they thought I was. And I remember going to college and being like, nobody says that to me here. (laughs) You know, or just kind of missing having words of affirmation from like the adults and people around you. And so I think it's important people are building you up but I think as an adult sometimes we forget to build each other up as much as the youth yes well and like we're away from our parents oftentimes parents are so good at obviously not all but many times parents are so good at you know affirming their children and building them up and saying things like that and as an adult like you're not Like, you don't have that as much. So, yeah, I think that's a really good point. We kind of touched on this briefly, but why did you feel driven to have others write letters? One reason is, and I even, I remember writing this in some of my earliest letters, is that I can only write so many letters, you know, even one a day. There's so many people that I can never write to. And I think there's a really neat opportunity for a kind of a really neat ripple effect with letter writing. And obviously I don't think everyone should write a letter every day, right? Like that's a lot. And I learned a lot from doing that. Even just writing a few letters a year or a few letters a month, I just think about all the lives as that kind of ripples out, all the lives that could be affected by that. That's one reason why I wanted to start writing about letter writing and try and inspire other people to to join me well i'm already feeling inspired i'm thinking of all these people that i want to write letters to and thank them for you know being such wonderful friends and influences on my life because i think you're right we don't always take the opportunity to say that because yeah you know and even just thinking about when i was telling you about growing up and being in a community full of people who build built me up I didn't 
say thank you to them for doing that. You just kind of expect people to do that. And then as an adult, you're like, wow, they really went out of their way to love me and take care of me and, you know, help me feel good about myself. So there are people that I write to where it's um, like reciprocal and we kind of write each other like back and forth, but that's a pretty small group of people. But what some of the neatest letters that I wrote were to people like that, like church leaders from like when I was a teenager, people that just, like you said, were so incredible at just serving and giving of their time and of their energy not for anything in return, just because they wanted to and they loved me. And so those have been like neat letters to write just to say like, hey, you know, 20 years ago, you like made an impact on me and I want to just say thank you. And so I assume that they love getting those letters. So yeah, definitely. So I know that you've had some people share their experiences with writing letters. Can you share? Yeah. Impact yeah, story. I have a neat one. One of the readers, one of my Instagram readers, her name is Kim Glenn, and her daughter had a neat story. And so she shared this with me. Her daughter's older friends were approaching high school graduation, and she really wanted to give them a gift that was meaningful, but also not super expensive. And so the night before graduation, she decided to write each of her close friends explaining their influence on her life, you know, describing fun memories and just kind of talking about their futures. And so each of those friends told her that that letter she wrote to each of them, like, was their favorite, like one of their favorite gifts. And so the following year, she was a senior. She did the same thing. She wrote letters to her closest friends. And then the following year, she wasn't in high school anymore, but some of the younger students texted her and asked if they could get a letter from her. And so she's, I think, a senior in college now, and she has written these graduation letters for five years. I just thought that was a really neat story. I think sometimes we think about the younger generation who have grown up with the internet and email and texting and, you know, we kind of think of them as glued to their phones, which may be true in some cases, but what a neat story of this girl who decided to write these letters and then it turned into, it snowballed into this really neat tradition that her friends and even, you know, friends of friends are asking her for. I loved that story. That was one of my favorites. That is awesome. And it's interesting to think that letter writing is almost a dying art that some of these kids may have never really received a handwritten letter. Yeah. That's not like a birthday card or something, you know, that, but an actual letter. Yeah. And I think it also, like you talked about earlier, words of affirmation, like that's one of the five love languages. And so I think that when you're writing, especially when you're writing like more heartfelt, meaningful letters, like those affirming words, like those like fill up, they fill up the people that you're writing them to. So, and I think that's probably exactly what was happening with this high school girl who was writing these, these wonderful letters. Wow. That's really awesome. Thanks for sharing that. If you could write a letter to your younger self, what would you say? I would tell my younger self to Remember the power of small actions repeated daily over time because the effect of those tiny little actions done every single day 
will end up really just changing your life, like whatever that may be, whether it's writing a letter or exercising, which is something I'm like struggling to like find a groove with. But I think that's what I would say. I like that because I think sometimes when we think about changing our lives, we think you need to do this big grandiose thing or when we come up with new year's resolutions how am i going to become this change my life and do all these things but a lot of times it's just in the simple acts and just being consistent with that that creates new habits and makes you a different person yes i think it's absolutely true but i don't think i realized that you know 15 years ago anyway that's okay (laughs) that's okay i feel like you've always been very wise but you know you have to learn some lessons later it's in life. true you can't know it's true <laughs> you know, right? even though I remember thinking I knew all that I needed to know I know at the I time know. I think that's just part of being like 18 you know <laughs> it just comes with the territory as you know life gets busy and sometimes sitting down to write a letter seems kind of daunting What advice would you give to people who think they're just too busy to sit down and write a letter? Yeah, I feel like this is such a huge question. It could be like an entire like podcast episode because that is, you're right, that is like a big, you know, it's a big hurdle, right? Everyone, everyone is so busy. We all have a lot going on. It seems kind of crazy to say to people like hey you should be writing letters you know um and yeah there's a lot to say about that but I would say one one thing you could do is look and this like actually is a little bit humbling even for me um check I feel like every phone nowadays you can check and see how many minutes every day you're spending on anything right like your social media apps your internet browsing um, and just see like how much of your day is spent on that and then decide is that really how I want to use my time or can I spare you know 15 minutes or 20 minutes and take you know tuck my phone away and take that time and write a letter instead and have more of like a meaningful one-on-one connection instead of a social media post to the masses that isn't very, you know, isn't very personal or intimate. Anyway, so that's my one, that's like one piece of advice I have. The other one I have is more of just a realization that I had really early on in my letter writing journey and that is it takes a lot less time than you think to sit down and write a letter you don't have to write like a 10 page letter you can and that's awesome but you know start small like start with just a few sentences and you'll realize oh that wasn't hard and and it was awesome I think you'll realize that you love it and you want to do more of it so yeah start small and don't be intimidated just just dive in I like that I know I was thinking you know you have lists of things that you need to do oh I you know some lists are in your head some of them you actually write down but it probably would be easy to be like okay this week I'm gonna write a letter to so-and-so and And I like checking off things off my list so you could just add that to your list right absolutely yeah and you know I think I loved your idea I think you said you were already thinking of people 
you know, like names of who you might want to write to. That is actually kind of how I got started. Like I, that was one of the first things I did. I just got out some paper and I just started writing names. It kind of surprised me like, oh, there's, there's so many people I could write to. And I think everyone will have that same experience. Like, oh, I could write to my like track coach from high school or I could, you know, there's just like, there's a core group of people like your siblings, your parents, your, you know, close friends, but then you can kind of go beyond that and go, you know, really the sky's the limit, right? Like you could write to your favorite. I wrote to my favorite blogger. That was a neat letter. Um, um, Deb, she writes for Smitten Kitchen. I don't know if you know her blog, but I've been like reading her blog for 10 years. And so I, I wrote her a letter and I said, Deb, like I've loved your blog for so long and I have been cooking your recipes for a decade. Um, so anyway, it's, it's, it's actually quite fun to think about who, who you could write to. So did you just ask her for her address so that... I did. I, I can't remember if I emailed her or sent her like an Instagram direct message. I I don't think she sent me her personal address. Anyway, I think she sent me her like business address, which was fine. But yeah, so that, that was fun. I know that being an adult and having lots of things going on, it's hard to feel like you can keep in touch with everyone. You're such a good friend and good at keeping in touch with people around you what have you found that has helped you to be a good friend yeah I actually love this question I feel like it's something that really all of us kind of grapple with friendship as an adult is so much harder it's so different than childhood or even like college when opportunities to spend time and make memories with friends are just constant so I have realized that developing and maintaining friendships takes intention and planning and which again it's so easy to just you know end our days and veg out doing whatever whether that's like watching a show or scrolling through Instagram Um, but like the things that really bring us the most like joy and energize us are the things that take more work so it could be writing a letter it could be like calling a friend I love actually talking on the phone is so great for like keeping friendships strong and then one of my favorite things to do and I'm trying to do more of it is to schedule like more in-person like meeting up in person with friends which is so hard but it's always worth it like even if I'm tired at the end of the day if I've set something up to see somebody I never regret it later it's always so wonderful and as awesome as a letter is like in person is it's the best there's nothing better that's so true. I actually got together today with one of my elementary school friends that I really haven't hung out with in years and years. And we were the closest when we were in sixth grade. And we went to junior high and high school together, but we were mostly elementary school friends. Mm-hmm. And she lives in Texas. And so we decided to get together. And I didn't, I don't even know her as an adult. And it was just such a fun experience because it was like nothing happened. You know, we, I mean, we have grown up so much since we were 12, you know, you're like, wow. Yeah. But there's something about being around people that you 
have known for a long time or just get you that is a different level of connection and it's not always easy when you don't live close to each other and it's not just like your next door neighbor or whatever but it really is always worth the effort yes for sure yeah that's a neat experience that's neat that you got to do that and yeah I think one other really neat reason why writing letters is so I just feel like it's so helpful is because we don't live next door to our mothers and our sisters and our dear friends like we live across the country from like most of the people that mean the most to us you know and and so a letter is like a really neat way to kind of shrink those miles and make us feel like closer to those people during the times when we're not able to be with them, which is most of the time, sadly. I like that, though, because I think we've all moved. Sorry, I don't know. I'm going to get emotional, but I think we've all moved away from people that we really care about and love and like treasure that friendship. And I always feel like I'm really bad at saying goodbye because I don't want to cry or I don't really sometimes like you mean so much to me like coming up with words to explain that just seems like I could never come up with that yes and it's so hard in the moment it's hard to come up with those words and not cry (laughs) you know because it's just like it's so you're just feeling so much and your heart is you know just gonna burst so yeah I totally get that we've had a lot of opportunities to live in lots of different places and I feel like I've met some of the neatest most wonderful people along the way but it's important to remember to let those people know how much that they mean to you yeah yeah our world is so like we don't we're not born and live in the same city you know, our whole lives, like that just doesn't happen anymore for the most part. And so, yeah, we live far away from a lot of people that we love. So a letter is a neat way to get back in touch. So my last question for you is if you could go back in time to any stage of life and give yourself advice, where would you go and what would you say? I think I would go, and I touched on this in my intro, I think I would go back to like 10 years ago, like exactly. I was just like a couple months away from having my first baby. And I mean, you're just like so clueless, right? Like you have no idea what's coming. You're excited. I was excited, but just had no idea, you know, what was, what was coming. And I think I would tell myself that all of these, like the hard, hours and like the long nights and the frustrated times where I, you know, had no idea what to do over this or that with new baby and new motherhood. I almost don't remember them like they were so short. And so I would go back and say, like, really try and savor this. Even the moments that aren't so wonderful, try and savor them because you'll like you can't they never come back you never get them back and they're just so precious so I think that's what I would say I love that while you were saying that I am picturing one of my friends she has one child and 
he's kind of a difficult child and she says you know when anyone ever tells me savor every minute she's this is terrible <laughs> she wants to punch she's him like this <laughs> is so hard and people say you'll forget it and she's like i remember all of it and i don't know mm. if i can have another baby and yeah. i was like you know what you'll all your children will not be the same level of heart, you know? And like, yeah. and I think sometimes when we are in, in the moment of things, it seems like it might never end or that it might not feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but it really does go by fast. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you have a 10 year old and I have a five year old. I mean, I, I know. And everyone tells you that. And so it's like so cliche that you hear it and you just think whatever, but Maybe if it were coming from, you know, coming from myself in 10 years, I would think, okay, I really need to listen. But I don't know. I think that's just kind of part of, I think it's supposed to be like that. Like, we're not supposed to realize in the moment that it goes really quickly because then it would be sad. I don't know. I think it would be sad if we really realized how fast it goes. So I don't know. Even if you don't have kids or whatever stage of life that you're in, I think you're always the happiest if you treasure where you're at and you're not trying to wait for the next best thing or yes. the past, but you just yes. try to enjoy who you're with and like what you're doing and make the most of it. And I think that's a, a good key to having a happy life. I agree. And it's all, and just realizing that it's all a gift, you know? Like my husband and I were watching like old videos of our children from when they were tiny. And it's, it's easy to think, oh, it's so sad. They're not so, they're not like that anymore. But then I was talking to my six-year-old Alice today and I said to her, I said, you know what? Like we feel sad that you're not a baby anymore, but in 10 years we're going to think, oh, where's our six-year-old Alice? So what, like we need to do exactly what you said and just like look at our children now and think how wonderful that we get to have them at this exact age and to just enjoy exactly who they are right now so well thanks so much for being on the podcast today Shannon I'm so impressed with you and I feel so inspired to write letters and I hope everybody else does too and I think it's just a good reminder to reconnect with people who mean a lot to us because that's really what brings us so much joy in life is the relationships and the people that we about and have had the greatest influence on our lives. Thank you, Liz. It's been really fun chatting and I can't wait to hear how your letter writing goes.